Hello, welcome to Retrotainment. Back here with my co-host, Capital C, Capital O, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? What's happening, homie? Ah, nothing much, nothing much. Just continuing on with our uh, Murray March. Um, yeah, I bet a bit of Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, going on to a film that's uh, definitely more of a comedy than the last one that we did. Well, this, this I think, is his best comedy role. Yeah, um, probably, yeah. He's not so much comedy in Ghostbusters either, really. Um, it just happens to happen for him. Yeah, possibly um, The Dead Don't Die. is He's possibly more of a comedy role in that, but definitely yeah. this would be up there. Yeah, I, I think this is my probably my favourite Bill Murray movie. Uh, Ghostbusters yeah. is probably still mine. Yeah, I do love Ghostbusters. I love this. There's just something hilarious about this. I think it's more that Rodney Dangerfield and Chevy Chase are in it as well. I think, yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. This is why this wouldn't be my favourite Bill Murray film, because I actually think that although Bill Murray is in this film, yeah, he's not the star. It's not the star. I wouldn't say anyone's really the star. Do you know what I mean? Like, it kind of uh, bounces che- between Chevy all Ch- of them. Chevy Chase is, is the big one, really, isn't he? Chevy Chase is, but also the story doesn't. He's like he's not the focal point. The other way, like usually with a film, but there's a focal point character. I suppose Danny, the like young Danny, the caddy, is probably the focal point. But it bounces off of him to somebody else, and then off to somebody else quite frequently. Yeah. That no one's ever really the focal point. It's brilliant, though. Oh yeah, brilliant. it's very good. It's it's. I don't think there's an argument to say it's in the top two comedy golf films anyway of all time this and happy gilmore for me i'd still so yeah. go happy gilmore over the over uh, this this is it's so happy gilmore and this are different types of comedy yeah exactly and i'd go yeah. happy gilmore over this but i could 100 percent see why some people would go this over happy gilmore yeah uh i i'd flip-flop now myself yeah i think i think happy gilmore just has the style of comedy i i like more this was still very good but... to watch as well yeah, it's more co- like it's more focused on its uh, main character. Like everyone else yeah. does split off a little bit, but it's more focused on Happy than there's anything else. Um, this was released uh, 25th of July, 1980. Uh, so it's right in the time where Bill Murray's at the height of his powers, I suppose. Would it be though? This is probably near enough to start of it. I don't know. He's done Ghostbusters by this point. Or no, no sorry, Ghostbusters. 84. Yeah, sorry, Ghostbusters 84. Yeah, so this, this is, is probably this the, start the start of him, yeah, coming up. Yeah. Um, And you can see, like, he's not, as you said, he's not the main Bill on this either. Yeah. You know? Well, he is the main Bill because he's Bill Murray. But he's the, he's he's the only the, Bill. <laughs> yeah, he's not the one, you know, that's headlining it. As you say, it's, it's Chevy Chase is really the one headlining this. I'm trying to think back to 1980. I don't think Chevy Chase is even the headliner. I'd say it's Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Rodney Dangerfield is definitely more well known, but he's not an actor either. He's a comedian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. He, have... I'd say he was the big name in it, though. He's probably the biggest name, but I don't know if you'd say he was the the actor. You know, yeah, the actor. Um, well, he's a good actor too, actually. To be honest, he does it well, but like in terms of his acting credentials, there's not a huge oh, amount there. Um, Fifty nine critics have this at seventy three percent, and then an audience score of. 87, which is probably about right, I would say. Yeah, like I'm surprised with the type of comedy that it is as well, that it's at 77, or what would you say, 70? 70, 73 from critics. 73. It's still pretty high for that kind of kind of a movie. 
Yeah, I think it's I think some of the name value does add to it as well. Um, I think the guy who plays uh, Judge Sm- Judge Smales is a big name as well around yeah. this time. I can't, so. I can't think of of his name off the top of my head now. Ted's it's Ted something, but I can't uh, can't put my can't put my na- my finger on the the actual name. Uh, box office wise, it didn't do amazingly. Uh, no. 60, 60 million. So I suppose I can see why like people were thinking a comedy about golf is going to be not cool. questionable at best, I suppose, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um Ted Knight. Ted Knight, yeah, that's who it is. Um yeah, I can see why maybe it wasn't the what people expected it to be to an extent. Uh, but I think it definitely built up from there. People did grow to love it. Yeah, like golf was starting to hit sort of it was still at that height of growing stage yeah tiger jack, hadn't tiger jack hadn't nicholas, popped up yet jack nicholas was was starting to become massive and then he, he went on to obviously do what he done and and the players that came with it yeah and then the evolution of golf just became yeah well i mean when 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 tiger walked in the game changed didn't it yeah well he he just changed the game because of the age and the style yeah, and, and Brandon then became a thing and sponsorship for everything. Yeah, age, style, and the fact that he was dominating. You know, like yeah. nobody before him had dominated the way he had. Uh, Jack, Jack had. No, Jack had to an extent, but not to the extent the Tiger did. I mean, like there's still, um, what's it called? The Tiger, uh, the Tiger year, like the perfect year is obviously to win the all four majors in the one circuit. Oh, he, he held, he held them all, yeah. And in, in before the the last U.S. Open became available again, he'd won the other three. Yeah. So then, instead of winning them in one calendar year, he won them three, the, the final three of the year, and then the first one next year. So technically, he won all four of them, but not in a calendar year. He was hold, he was holding them all at one stage. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like. It, no one had done that before him. Like that's what I mean by no one had yeah. dominated the way he did. Yeah, and um, I, I was I was delighted to see when he won the seventy tour tournament that he. Yeah, he, I was happy he, to see him get a chance. Another yeah, like after mm. falling away so far, I was I was happy to see him uh, get back to that height at some point. He'll yeah. never be what he was, and I don't think anyone else ever will be either. But no, no, um, it'd be near impossible at this stage. Well, nothing's yeah. impossible, but yeah, it it'd be shocking to see someone do it. Uh, this film that I love the way this film opens with the um, it, you know it's giving you the names of the actors and stuff and the little uh, the gopher is like digging through the ground and then doing a little dance to the music and stuff. It's just the, the little yeah, it's just a little teddy. It, it sets it sets up the film so well though, doesn't it? Do you know like yeah. Okay, this film is not going to be serious because we have a gopher who is literally dancing to the the, the, theme, song. the, the theme song of this film. Yeah, you knew it was where you were going from there. Well, you knew when you looked at the cast as well. But like, yeah, if you turned it on and was like, what's this? Yeah, but I mean, Bill Murray could do serious acting roles. Chevy Chase, maybe not so much. Um, Chevy Chase is a good actor. He um, is, but he, he, did, he, he didn't do too many serious roles. Like he was more always no. kind of a he comedy. Was, yeah, like Jim Carrey definitely followed on from Chevy Chase's footsteps. Yeah. Um, like, uh, it is it is what it is. You, you have you go to your well and you keep going to it. Oh, yeah. You can Oh yeah, like it's not a knock on them. It's just that you know. Oh yeah. When you see some of these names, you could be like, "Well, I suppose they could go a bit serious with it." And then the scene, the first scene is a, a gopher dancing along to music. You're like, "Okay, no, they're not going in any way serious with this. This is this is a complete piss take." Like, yeah. Um, 
I, I love the opening, you know, Danny's Danny's coming out of the house and it's just, it's the most packed house I've ever seen. Like we were talking, we did a Home Alone before and we were saying that house was pretty packed. This is even worse. There's like 40 kids in it. Yeah, these are poor. Yeah, but they're not only poor, it's like all the cousins and stuff are living there as well and it's just the mum and no, dad. That's what, I mean. that's what I mean, the whole family are just poor, like. Yeah, but there's no, there's no aunts, no uncles, just the mum, dad and then like, 40 children and you're like what the fuck is going where are the rest of these parents a lot of them work on the golf course as well yeah a lot of them seem to work on the golf course danny is obviously the the eldest is what we're meant to believe anyway yeah and he has the potential to be a a good golfer it's it seems that way he's out with uh we like we kind of see him go out with uh with ty webb and uh He's asking him, you know, what, what, like, what did you do when, like, did you ever think about your future when you were my age and stuff? And man, Ty's like, no. What do you mean, think about my future? No, I never thought of any of that. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna end up working in the, the lumber mill for the rest of my life. Well, what's, what's wrong with lumber mills? I own two of them. You ever been to them? Nah, not, not really sure where they are. <laughs> I love, I love Chevy Chase though. Yeah, and it, it shows like the idea that you know. Yeah, you didn't need to worry about your future because you were so goddamn rich. I don't have that luxury. I need to worry about this. Yeah, it's, um, it's mad. Like you see, I suppose that when you live in a town like that back in then, when when the, yeah. the caddies were done that way, like you go, you pay a little percentage to the caddy master, and then you take the rest, and that's you done. Yeah, and like you know, Pete, that that is like a lot of people would have grown up in small towns like that where they knew their job was going to be in the lumber mill, and that's definitely what they're going to do with the rest of their life. And isn't that's an honest job? Yeah, it's, a, it's an honest, hard-working job, but like, you know, they all wanted something a bit more, you know, a college education and stuff, and you know, college isn't cheap, so they had yeah. to save up for it, but... Some uh, people know it's not for them, though, really, don't they? Yeah, and that, that's kind of what Ty keeps getting at him here. He's like, do you want to go to college? And he's like, oh, well, you know, my parents want... And he's like, yeah, but stop worrying about what they want. Do you want to go to college? It's like, you need to just, you know, do what you want. Let the universe guide you. And then he puts on the, the blindfold... And he, and he, chip- it, yeah. he chips in. Yeah. <laughs> he chips it over the lake. I love that, you know, he's so mismanaged until he gets given the club, though. Like he knocks all his other clubs over until Danny hands him the club. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, now I know what to do. Pop. Yeah, it's just talent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then he gives Danny a go at it and it's <laughs> straight into the lake. Yeah, well, that'll happen, kid. Yeah, it's it's thing. And then you get this way, you meet Judge or Judge Males. Uh, 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 well, we. We see the gopher wrecking the golf course, and the like. They don't really give him a name, but like the, you know, the the guy who's in charge of like the green keeping. It's just this Scottish guy, apparently. I don't, don't know why he's there and why he's Scottish, but he is. He's only Scottish for his accent, by the sounds of it. They definitely, they definitely used that in The Simpsons when they had Willie doing it in, in one episode. I think so, yeah. But I do like they, they clearly just went with it for the accent because he tells uh Carl, which is Bill Murray's character, I want you to kill all the gophers. And he's like, I don't know, if I kill all the golfers, they'll lock me up and throw away the key. Not the golfers, the gophers. <laughs> oh, the gophers. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Like, and it's clearly the only reason they brought him in. And yeah, as he walks off, there. yeah, as he walks off, Bill Murray's character, Carl is just like, Yeah, and I'll get the gophers too. <laughs> so <laughs> good. It's so, like, it's so funny and you're like what the hell is going on here so far the film has so far been a young kid trying to get advice off this like rich, rich this rich you know suave kind of guy and then this 
you know, broken down drunk trying to kill it, like being told to kill a gopher. That's that's the plot line of the film so far. Like, and that's how it stays. <laughs> it, it pretty much does. Um, we kind of see Danny get into uh Danny get into it or one of the other caddies. Uh and then, <laughs> then they like the fight kind of breaks out and uh, they break the sweet machine and then they you know over the over the Pepsi, wasn't it? It was over the Coke, yeah. I'm not I'm paying, I ain't paying no 50 cent for no Coke. I mean, if you're being charged 50 cent now for a can of Coke, you'd be fucking loving life, wouldn't you? Laughing you'd be. Yeah. Laugh. But I, I love this. Yeah, they they, have, they kind of have the little bit of the fight and then they learn that um the guy who'd won the caddy scholarship had well, like he's died and they're like, Oh, he died of anxiety. I heard he got sick and then choked on it. And you're like, geez, they really pass over the fact that this young kid is dead, don't they? Like, just real, yeah. Nobody well, cares. he's, yeah, he's he's dead, right? So one of yous can now win it, and uh, you better kiss up to Judge Smales now if you want to win it. It's just, yeah. Nobody cares. This kid died like choking on his own sick or with a panic attack or something, and they're all just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the caddy, you know, you can get this caddy scholarship now. That's that's it. That's all they care about. I mean. It is what it is, isn't it? You, you yeah. gotta look out for number one. Yeah, and D- Danny takes it up. He's like, "Listen, I'll um, I'll go and I'll caddy for Judge Smales and Judge Smales dirt that golf and keeps cheating and everything." And it's so funny, just kicking the ball along. Yeah, right? kick, kicking it along, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I, I'm interested in law." And Judge Smales is just having none of the brown nose at all. Yeah. Um, no, you're not, pal. Get out of here. <laughs> And this, this is when we get at, like Al come in, which is uh, Rodney, and f- he steals the show. Like when he walks on, you're just like, "Fucking hell, this lad is so funny!" Like you every can see scene, what, every scene he's in. Yeah, you can see why he was such a popular comedian because he walks in and you're just like, his voice is so recognizable as well. You yeah. know, you, even if you've never seen him in anything, you know, you'd still know from the, even just the one line. Yeah, even just the one line though, like because you hear his voice and you're like, "I don't get no respect, no respect at all." He, like you know that's him like because yeah, of his, he, his voice you know what I mean he comes in he has like the big foghorn and all it's so funny comes in and he's like I bet you're gonna skewer that shot over to the right I am not gonna skewer this shot over to the right first thing he does pops it over to the right and then he kicks it out and Danny's just like yeah yeah do do whatever you want um and then Smells is like here you were out with the tie there the other day what did he shoot? Like a, a 70, an 80? He's like, I don't know. He doesn't keep, doesn't keep track. Yeah, but if you had to guess, I don't know, like a 68 or something, which is sick, like. It's four under, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're, for an yeah, like, well, you know, someone who's doesn't even bother keeping score. So like, he's just out there and like, he's blindfolding himself and hit, hitting them over, you know, like that's a deadly score. Yeah. yeah he's, he's very good. He doesn't like competitions though. Yeah, it seems that he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have the has, the head has for them. Like the bottle. Yeah, it seems that way as well. But then we see um, Al comes out again as you know. There's a fairly easy putt for the judge to make here, and he's like, "I bet you a thousand dollars you don't make that putt." And uh, it draws a big crowd. Everyone comes over to look, and he obviously he misses the putt. All the, all of a sudden, as soon as any kind of money goes on that, the, the hole could be three feet in size. It shrinks to about two inches. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. He doesn't accept the bet. So like you know, there's no there's no pressure on him now, other than the fact that everyone has come over to watch if he's going to sink this putt. And when he doesn't, he does the uh, the old Happy Gilmore. I'll fuck this club over here now. 
goes for it all right and he just tries to well it. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like he's going to throw it out into the green and then turns around and throws it at the like clubhouse. And you're like, I think you would have been better just tossing it off into the, you know, into the like golf course because, you know, nobody's out there. You can see nobody's out there. Could Not happy anymore and break a rake into the woods. Yeah. But when he when he fires it in there and you hear the big crash and they go up and he's like, what do you mean it slipped? Uh, it just slipped out of my hands. I didn't throw it. And Danny, Danny covers for him. You know, he, this is him like really sucking up. He's like, oh, I can see the grip was bad and I didn't say it. I mean, how like how bad would your grip on a putter have to be for that to happen? Because you're not fucking welly in a putter. Like your hands are sweaty. I can't control where the ball's going to go. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, like if it was a driver or something, you'd be like, yeah, well, you take a big swing back with a driver. A putter, you're doing a nice little tap, 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 oh, tap it in. Nice. Yeah, you know, you're not fucking welly in a putter out of it to fire it that far back. Yeah, nah, it's, it's, you can get away with whatever he wants, though, really, yeah. can't he? It does seem that way. Um, and it's, you know, this is when he kind of t- takes a shine to, to Danny in a sense, although he does give him like a tip of like 50 cent for caddying for him for the day. Don't don't spend it all in one place. Yeah, you're just like, what? And even Danny, like Danny knows because he can feel it in his hand that it's just two coins. He just fucks it onto the table. Like, what a scabby bastard. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't stay rich by giving out big tips. Yeah, well, it looks like he is rich. You get the idea that he is rich. Well, he's and a then- judge, so you'd imagine he's rich. You imagine he's rich to an extent, and then Al comes in, and you see, oh, there is a different type of rich here because he's buying a shitty little dinghy later on, and Al's here with his fucking the yacht, the big yacht, and he's like, "Hey, the dinghy on my boat's bigger than that thing you bought." You know, he's just <laughs> he hates him as well. Doesn't he? he oh, the two, yeah, the two boys hate each other. They're two very opposite. You know, Al's very loud and out there, and the judge is very, you know, the judge is more the reserved golfer <laughs> you know, he's a more reserved golfer the traditionalist of you know quiet around similar yeah. to happy gilmore you know the judge would be shooter and then um al would be happy in this sense do you know what i mean like they're one's quite loud and abrasive and then the other is just uh can we all calm down here and just take it nice and easy here but um they kind of go to the the party in the the clubhouse and we see uh Ty goes outside with some girl. You never really hear too much about who this girl is. And the first time I watched it, I was like, is this the the niece? And I was like, why is she? It's the judge's niece, yeah. It's not the judge's niece, though. It is. is I don't think it is. No, that, see, this is the problem. I think that's what I thought as well. I don't think it is. I think it's a different girl. I've watched this movie a million times. I always thought it was the judge's niece. I don't think so. I think it's a different girl because the judge's niece is meant to be, you know, around the same sort of age as the as Danny like so you know 17 or 18 or whatever and yeah. I think this this girl seems to have not like seems to know Ty quite well you know like she's talking to him as if they've known each other for quite some time so you're kind of like it's because she loved the way he's dictated <laughs> but you're you know like this it the the niece is only up for the first time visiting so it's not like she'd know yeah, that well. So unless it's unless it's his daughter or something, and whatever, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a strange one, but I don't think that's the the niece. I think that's just some other girl, and they don't really like reference it. <laughs> yeah, they don't reference her too much. Like she's outside with them, and they're like they look like they're gonna get stuck into each other, and then <laughs> Kyle's trying to kill that gopher, and he <laughs> fires the the gun with the light, but misses the gopher and hits the 
little plotted, potted plant beside them and they're like, eh, I think we'll go back inside. Someone's fucking shooting at us here. <laughs> Charles King, no. Like yeah. Bill Murray, I, like Rodney Dangerfield's brilliant in this. Chevy Chase is brilliant in this. But it's the little interactions that you see with Bill Murray that make this movie so funny. Yeah, it's they're all very three very different comedians in the film though like none of them vie at each other's spot like Chevy Chase is the loud you know uh, like super full of himself uh, and abrasive comedian which Chevy- is complete which is completely opposite to what he does is as Clark Griswold yeah but then Chevy Chase's uh, comedian is you know he's a suave kind of he's rich but like doesn't live as if he's rich and you know he's a bit of a jokester you know doesn't take life too seriously yeah. So he's like the middle ground. And then Carl is just this complete waster. He was like a drunk uh, pothead the whole time. Um, well, I so suppose like, if you're working on a golf course, you've got nothing better to do. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like they're, they're three comedians, but within the film, they're three different styles of comedy yeah. as well, which is it's great. Le- it's loud, normal, and... Yeah, the, the poor man. Yeah, the poor crazy man. Because you hear about him talking about how he caddied for the Dalai Lama earlier in the film and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, mate. Um, caddied for the Dalai Lama back in. Yeah. in, in. I love seeing uh, Spalding, the, the nephew, get sick through the car because you're kind of like, oh, well, that's a bit of a weird, uh, weird thing to do. And then it comes back to it like two minutes later when some guy comes out and he lets the girl into the, the passenger seat that gets oh. into his seat and sits down and you just hear the squish. And then oh. the two of them are like retching in the car and you're like, oh man, what the... You'd be so angry. Me. Yeah, well, I if you deal, sat down... I can deal with almost anything bar sick. If you sat down into it though, like, Jesus, because oh. it had... Oh, the smell of you. Oh, something else. Oh. I get, I just burned the car. My car yeah. was burned, sorry. You're, they're obviously rich enough, just burn that car, get a new one. Um, oh, but, you know, God. we see them, you know, out the next day on the golf course and Danny's out with Ty and he's practicing his putting. And his putting is something else. Like, going around kicking the ball and chipping, like chipping it with the putter and everything. Misses one. The skill. The skill. <laughs> yeah. And this is where he's asking Ty, he's like, do you know what you want to do with your life? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to win the caddy open and get the scholarship. He tells him, he's like, oh, do you know, like I, there was a guy I knew that could have been a pro golfer back when I, uh, and he's told Danny before that he didn't go to college. And he's like, I knew this guy, he went to college and he could have been a pro golfer and then he got kicked out of the college on his last, you know, the last week or whatever because he went out and he was putting at night. Um, and he's like, and then he says, that was my roommate. And you're like, wait, so you, you did go to college? Um, but I think that I think the truth is that this the story is that he's the yeah, guy who yeah. could have been the pro golfer. They never touch on it again after this. Carl mentions it, didn't he? Carl mentions it when he comes into, the, into where Carl lives. He says something about it. He says, you could have been that good. I don't know. see, Kyle's stuff is kind of all rambling. You, you don't really know what he is and isn't talking about half the time. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure Kyle mentions it to him, you know, when, when uh, Cherry Chase comes in. Yeah. And he says something to him then. Yeah, it's a lot of rambling, though, like because he's completely mad. Like, he's cleaning his house with a leaf blower and everything, you know? Well, house, but, um, you know, it, I think the, the story really is that, it's you know. Kai, yeah. Ty could have been, and I don't think that he got kicked out of the school. I think he choked because you do see it later in this is that once the pressure is on, he starts choking. Once a crowd starts forming, got he got he got the curry leg. <laughs> yeah, he can't. You know, he can't. He can't play in front of a crowd. But um, you know, Danny goes on and wins the caddy tournament, and then he goes and you know sees uh, 
what we assume is his girlfriend Maggie. Um, yeah. Well, if it's not, he might be in some trouble. <laughs> no, like it seems like it is his girlfriend because he's met up with her kind of once or twice, and then yeah, you know, then they all go down to the pool. Uh, in, in the bedroom. Yeah, I love this that they go down to the pool and like it says you know open to the caddies one o'clock to one fifteen. This fifteen minute period where they're opening the pool to the caddies like oh, fuck the fuck. Maybe soon as soon as you get in, you're told to get back out. Yeah, well, not as soon as they get in because they get in quick. There's no like getting changed or nothing. They they're pre-changed and they are sprinting in, and you know they just absolutely wreck the shop. So I can see why they're not allowed in too frequently. <laughs> Although they probably wouldn't wreck the shop if they're allowed in as like a bit give, more frequently. Give them, a, give them an hour. Yeah, this is when we see uh, Lacey, which is uh, Judge Schm- Judge uh, Smell's niece, come in and. You know, every like all the lads just stop when they're looking at her, and I mean, like D- Danny would want to get his fucking head on straight because he's sitting there with the fucking misses, you know. Give your head a wobble, pal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't have a look, kid, but you know, maybe Put don't be fucking. Maybe don't be fucking sitting there staring at her the whole time. You know, so you you've already got. She's already called you out for this once when you were working in the restaurant that time. Like, don't get caught a second time. It might be in some serious butter. Yeah, but um, then someone throws a chocolate bar into the pool. <laughs> I love this. It has like kind of, it's not the Jaws music, but it's as close to the Jaws music as you'll get. And everyone panics. Oh my God, someone's shit in the pool. You got a floater. <laughs> I love it. They all fucking, you know, they all tear out of it. Uh, and then the pool's getting cleaned out and we see it's, it must like Judge smile, small, Smiles, 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 smile, I think it is. Yeah. Judge Smiles owns the pool, obviously, because he's getting it cleaned out. And I love this. Carl picks it up and just... It's chocolate. It, it's not that bad. And he just bites it. He doesn't say it's chocolate or anything. He just goes, it's not that bad. And just bites into it. Which, you know, okay, fair enough. It's it's not a piece of shit, right? That, I, I do accept that. But that has been floating around in a chlorine-filled pool that you've now drained. And it's on the floor of the pool. Still, I'm still not going to eat that. No, chlorine cleans things. I'm still not eating it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't taste nice though. Like you know. Ah, uh, look, it is what it is. Man, and man this is what I say. Carl's a fucking nutter. Like he's absolutely insane. But um, yeah, the way the way he speaks in this, you're right though. It is just pure rambling. Oh yeah, like nothing's apart ever from, apart from his speech about the masters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, there's nothing else to it. Oh yeah, it's just he's just waffling on. The whole time, but um, they go on and we we see this as we were saying earlier. We see the different levels of wealth because the judge is christening his bow, which they hit with the glass bottle and it's the like <laughs> it just snaps in half. And you know it's meant to be the glass bottle that smashes, not the he fucking looks, bow. He looks so angry, doesn't he? He's so angry, and then then Al comes in and starts wrecking everyone's time on the the beach, or well, not the beach, but whatever it is, this lake. All the like lads on the jet skis, he's knocking them off. <laughs> yeah. Your man out fishing in his boat, he has to jump out with a boat and swim out with the way and everything. Bailow, bailow. <laughs> and then he's at the judge is like, stop, stop. And he stops just short of him. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yeah. And he goes, Right, drop anchor. Hey, you scratched my anchor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, what is it? He becomes a he's like a business developer, property developer. Yeah, like he and he, he kind of mentions he's like if you don't if you don't own like a huge amount of land, you know you don't really own anything. Yeah, it's all about land. Yeah, 
And that's the thing, like, and he's just absolutely wrecked your man's boat. And just, you know, well, like, he is the funny guy in this, but he's such a dickhead as well. You're like, man, I would fucking hate this guy. Like, obviously, Judge Smiles is the protagonist. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but he's not much better either, you know? No, yeah, the two of them just wind each other up to bits, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're two different sides of the coin, but they're both dickheads. Like, you wouldn't like either of these people in real life. You'd be like, fuck me, these two are fucking wrecking me head. Stay on the right side of the judge and keep you out of prison. Yeah, it does seem like that um, until he, you know, he's telling Danny that story a little bit later where he had some kids younger than Danny put in the gas chambers. And you're like, Jesus Christ, man. He definitely didn't. It's just the one. <laughs> yeah, but I can imagine that. Oh, I've had, I've put kids younger than you in a gas chamber. Well, I mean, it's not Nazi Germany. Gas chambers aren't used anymore, man. Like, what the well, fuck? The, is 80s, the last gas chamber was used in 91. Yeah, but you know, not for like, not for they're not gas chambering children. Like, you know, that's for you know serial murderers and stuff, not just you know, some petty thief. What you do? I rob the candy bar chamber. Yeah. Now. Put, him in, put him in a gas chamber. But uh, while all that's happening, like this is all kind of happening, and then Danny goes off with um with Lacey, and uh, <laughs> up into the judge's room, and you know. Yeah, they have a bit of fun up in the judge's room, but I mean, surely she has her own room if she's staying here. She's not sleeping in there. But I mean, you got to do it on the judge's bed. You bet your fucking ass you on the judge's bed. Now, there's there's one the one great thing about this is that uh, you know, all this happens and you know they're fighting and all this is happening. And as Danny's going to run out of the house, we see the two older couples downstairs and they're like. Do they not say, or do you think tea is still happening? And then the butler kind of gets knocked into the stairs and the tea just crashes down onto in front of them. I love the old woman just kind of turns to either like her husband or the other couple. And she's just like, that must be the tea. So and you're like, <laughs> fucking hell, who's serving tea by throwing it down the stairs like that for fuck's sake? I mean, service. It's, it's just the, like, it's just the way she delivers it. It's so deadpan. That, that must be the tea. So you're like, all right. Well, you're gonna, yeah, you're, you're gonna have that fucking tea, are you? Fair play to you. Um, and Danny, you know, Danny has to run out here and he sleeps in the the golf course. Like, I don't know really what it is, like kind of this like little building. He that's where he apparently spends the night, doesn't go home it's or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh well, that's happening. Carl has brought some guy out for uh, a round of golf, and this goes nowhere. He brings this guy out and your man thinks he's on to break the course record in the pissing rain. And then, you know, all the shots are going well for him. He slightly chips it, slightly puts it past the hole, the wind blows it back. Everything's going <laughs> so well. Good. Everything's going great until the last fucking hole. And then he slightly overshoots it and he lifts the club up and the lightning strikes him. And you think that's going to go somewhere? No, Carl just leaves. Right, that lad's dead. Off I go. I think it's to show um, that Carl will do literally anything. Yeah, but that's the thing. He just leaves. That's it. He doesn't tell <laughs> anyone. He just this lad's just been struck by lightning. I better. I, I won't check if he's alive. Nothing. He got struck by lightning. I'm gone. That's me off. He puts the clubs down and everything. Yeah, he just, just walks off. I wasn't out with him. Uh, fine. <laughs> like, it's so funny because you now the first couple of holes isn't even raining. Yeah, it's raining. Yeah, a little but, bit of water. <laughs> yeah, like you kind of think that would lead somewhere. Like okay, okay, this guy's just died on the golf course. Surely that'll lead somewhere. You know. Oh, the, the course has been closed for a couple of days while this gets investigated. That's how they get the course open to do the the turn like the turn at the best that they do later on. No, 
Nothing yeah. like that. Just that lad died. Right, There's on to the so, next bit. So many little random things in this. That's what I mean. Like, And even earlier on when Carl gets told to get rid of the gophers and he pumps the water into the gopher hole and starts shooting up out of all the other holes. And just n- nobody says anything to him. Off he goes. Just you know, And people are out playing golf. So why has nobody said anything to him? <laughs> just, all right. Nobody, nobody says that to crazy Carl. Doesn't seem like it anyway, yeah. But um, it's, it's, it's so good the way that all happens and then Danny gets woken up by Maggie and she's like, I'm late. And he's like, what do you mean you're late? The club hasn't even opened yet. She's like, no, not that. God damn it, Danny. Wake I'm up. late. And he's like, well, whatever you decide to do, if you want to keep it or you don't. She's like, no, no, I'm, I'm keeping it. And he's like, okay, well, we'll get married then. She's like, no. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah. Why wouldn't we get married? Well, trying to do, do the right thing. Yeah, and then she turns around and says, it might not even be yours. And you're like, oh. And he doesn't react to that at all. He's just like, of course it's mine. Let's not be silly here. And you're like, I don't know, dude. Like, you just cheated on her. Like, what's the Like, why do you think she didn't cheat on you? I mean, it's there. The option is there. Like, he, he has the chance to walk away. And he never tells her that he cheated on her. And no one else seems to know. Except the judge, obviously, who has that weird conversation with him where he talks about gas chamber and kids and being like, let's just keep it under wraps that you slept with my niece. And you're like, oh, okay. Is that like your biggest concern? And he, you know, Danny's like, yeah, all right. I, I, I won't tell anyone as long as, you know, you stop trying to kill me with golf clubs and stuff. Yeah, cool. I mean, I mean I'm not going to tell anyone why because my missus is around the corner. Yeah, and she thinks she might be pregnant. So I was going to say nothing. For somebody else. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, actually, the, the meeting with the judges after she tells him she's pregnant. Um, so I can see why he doesn't mention it then. And then the judge is like, yeah, just let's not tell anyone. He's like, yeah, I'll tell no one. And then he goes out and Maggie's out celebrating. And he's like, she's like, oh, I'm not pregnant. And he's like, oh, great. And he's like, oh, better for, and I better not tell her. But he doesn't even call her out then. What do you mean? Like, do you know earlier when you said maybe it's not mine? Did you, were you with somebody else? Do you know, like, he doesn't even question it. I mean, they're all definitely writing everyone. Yeah, they must be, but you know, he doesn't question it at all. He's just like, all right, yeah, it could be somebody else's, but you know, it's definitely like he's very convinced it's definitely his, but it's it's a very naive one, isn't it? It's just kind of like uh, Yeah, but like if you you know, if she's your girlfriend and you know you're meant to feel like you're kind of meant to feel bad that you cheated on her or whatever, then what's the story there? Like do you not care that she's told you that she potentially cheated on you at all? Unless, like, unless they referenced it earlier in the movie, which they don't, that they have like an open relationship where they're just doing it for fun, or no? Well, the girl, she always seems to be quite jealous when he keeps, you know, watching. Your no, no, that's what I mean. But like, if they had referenced it earlier, to yeah, say, yeah, but there's just nothing to it. Like, no. Well, we see it kind of gets onto the the meat of the film now, where we get the big bet between. Uh, Alan smiles in the when they're playing pool. Well, yeah, Ty's gas. playing pool, and the two of them kind of get into a big, big like, like not a big fight, but they're kind of shouting at each other, and they're like, "Right, we'll just we'll have a nice gentleman's bet here. Ten grand that I beat you, you and the pre I I don't know priest by the looks of it. Although he keeps saying that he's getting like messages for medical emergencies, and you're like, wait, is he a priest or a doctor? What the hell's the story with this guy? He's a ran- uh, he's a surgeon, isn't he? See, I'm not sure because he always dresses with the like the little priest collar on him as well. So I'm never sure. I do. Do not. Do not remember when they're in the locker room, and he says it. He says, "Oh, the surgeon there." 
yeah, that's what I thought. But then he always seems to be dressed like a priest. So I'm like, is he a priest as well? I don't really know. I don't know. But uh, yeah. I always remember him to be the, the surgeon. Yeah, it's the two of them anyway, and they're going to take on Al and Ty. And Ty kind of doesn't really want to get involved until the judge tries to you know, twist his arm. And he's like, come on, you join me. Me and your dad were great friends. And he's like, my dad hated you. And he's like, I'll tell you what, let's make it 40 grand. And, you know, it's meant to just be the two of them or like a 2v2. So he's like, you know, no big nerves. You know, 40 grand's not much money to him because we've heard earlier that he's like got uncashed checks of 70 grand in his house. So, you know, 40 grand's obviously not that much to him either. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's like, loud and he just doesn't want to live it. Yeah. And you're kind of like, well, obviously it doesn't, you know, it's not a big deal to him. So he's not going to feel any pressure or anything like that. This is just going to be a bit of fun and he'll be able to make, you know, make fun of the judge when he beats him. Like, um, but it, it doesn't end up like that because the rumors start flying. Do you hear they've got a hundred grand bet on this? And you're like, they, oh, funny. they're all taking like little bets. Oh, I bet you the Spalding kid picks his nose. Oh, I bet you he eats it. And it's just, they're all betting like all these little small stupid bets and the lads are out here playing golf and a huge crowd has showed up. Okay, yeah. It's like, a, it's like the final day of a tournament. Yeah, this huge crowd shows up and, you know, everything seems to be going well. Except obviously Al is fucking shit at golf. Yeah, he's terrible. Isn't he? He's so bad. Like I don't know why he's talking this big game. And even Ty says it to him. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And he's like, You're bad at golf. <laughs> Remember, like even when you see him earlier, he has like a little radar thing on his on his. Tells wave. him how to put, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's mad. But you know, like things are going well. Like Ty seems to be kind of keeping the that team in it, and then Al is kind of completely letting them down and then he hits the ball off the off the tree and it bounces back and hits him slightly on the arm and he's like ow and he's like oh oh I think my arm's broken and the surgeon comes over and goes yeah yeah that's definitely broken you're gonna have to forfeit. we're gonna have to call it you're gonna have to call it there and then smiles is like that's a forfeit and he's like whoa no 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 we'll get a we'll get a sub in and you know who are you gonna yeah. pick you're obviously gonna pick the kid who won the you know the caddy uh, tournament and in comes Danny oh well Danny won't play he's you know will you Danny the judge is trying to kind of trick him into not playing and he's like yeah no I'll I'll, I'll play I'll play let's so play they play away and you know this is when Ty like the huge crowd obviously gets to Ty and this is what we mean like he has he has the old jelly legs he can't stand the pressure of everyone watching him which is why he obviously never went pro uh because he starts missing shots and missing easy puts and everything. He's just awful from here on in. He does he does it after Happy gets hit with the with the Volkswagen when he goes into that spell. It's exactly like that. Yeah, it's just everything's going wrong. But Ty manages to or Danny manages to keep Ty in it. He's um, holding puts from everywhere. Yeah. And we get down to the final hole and it's a, uh, you know, it's all level. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all level, and we see you know the surgeon steps up and slightly misses his putt, then he makes it, and then uh, the judge steps up and he makes his putt. So you know three shots for them to to finish off the hole. So you're kind of looking at Ty, and you're like, well, Ty should easily be able to make this putt, and that gives Danny two chances. And Danny's is a fairly simple putt, like it's not far out, so you'd be quite confident that he's going to make it in two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Ty misses his one. And then he has to take the second shot to, to finish it off, leaving 
Danny with one shot, and they they say it to him like, like, there's no pressure on you, but if you miss this shot, we lose. Like, and then just as he he lines up the shot, he's ready to take it, and just before he takes it, because obviously if he makes this, it's just a draw. So then the bet's worth nothing. Al shouts over at uh, at the judge, eighty grand that he makes this putt, and the judge. <laughs> The judge just kind of mumbles something back and Ty is like, what was that? And he's like, yeah, fine, fine. Uh, and you know, Danny's lining up his lining up his shot again. I love this because this is when you get the, the classic line. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> so, so yeah. good. We actually missed just before that match starts, we missed Carl's big... Uh, oh, Carl's this is what you yeah, had, the big ramble, yeah, yeah. And he's going up to the, the, the 12th hole of Augusta here. Boom! He's hitting the sunflowers <laughs> with the rake. Yeah, and then he had then Danny was out or Ty was out practicing the night before, and you know, we see um, Dan Danny's yeah, making or sorry not Danny Carl is making the little uh, the rabbit out of C four and stuff like that, and the gopher obviously sees him doing this very very clever gopher, and that, yeah, that's when you get the big rambling thing of yeah. Look at this! Like I, I grew my own grass, and like you can play sixteen holes on it. I, I don't know why you play sixteen holes on it, but you play sixteen holes on it, and then you go home and you can just smoke it. And you're like, well, first of all, you're missing the last two holes, or you've played an extra couple of holes if you're only meant to be playing nine. Yeah, it's uh, the it's it's between Bermuda and uh, and Kentucky something. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. He's like, here, sm- have a have a pull of this, and drink some of this, and then have a pull of this, and then drink some of this, and. Ty is just like, no, no, I'm just gonna go, man. <laughs> I need to go. I need to be on yeah, the best. You know, it's it's down to it's down to Danny to make this one shot, and he takes it, and it's looking good, and it falls just short. <laughs> eighty grand, and you're just like, man, poor kid. Like this kid doesn't have fucking eighty grand to be handing out to anybody. Well, he wasn't handing it out. It was coming off Dangerfield anyway. Yeah, it was, but you're still like, oh, Jesus, you'd feel fucking bad for him. And then, um, obviously, the, the explosions. Carl's uh, genius plan of putting, like, 30 C4 explosives around the entire golf course goes off. And there's bombs <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and the, the ground obviously starts shaking. People seem to, like, kind of react to this in the fact that they turn around to all these explosions going off, but nobody seems to run. They all just going to stay there. What, what's uh, happening? <laughs> The judge is just standing over the ball as it's shaking, shaking, shaking. And then it drops in and he's like, it's in, yeah, yeah. And everyone's cheering for Danny and, you know, he's won. And Ty goes to walk off and he just kind of gives him the wave and points down at the hole. And then that's kind of like, Al goes over. He's like, now, judge, you owe me 80 grand. He's like, I'm not giving you anything. Turns over and there's the two boyos there. Help him find his wallet there, will you? <laughs> you can't do this, I'm a judge. <laughs> and off he runs. And then obviously we've, we have to fill him, finish the film the same way we opened it. The gopher pops back up, still alive and dancing away. <laughs> so it's, just, it's, a, it's a great film. But like, as you said, you know, it's a very different, like the plot line is just all over the place really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a strange, strange movie. It works so well because of the way they put the story together. Yeah. But um. Like if you if you tried to make this now, it just wouldn't happen. No, I don't think so. It's too it's too scatterbrained and stuff. Yeah, it's you know, a like, different type of comedy that there is now. Yeah, like you know, 
Kyle never seems to get in trouble. And like, even after this, he makes that big explosion, he just walks off. And like, so far in this film, we've seen Carl put a hope, uh, a hose pipe down this, uh, this okay. gopher hole and shoot loads of water up everywhere in the middle of the day when everyone's playing. Right. Then we've seen him fire a gun that nearly killed somebody. <laughs> we've seen him take out the sunflowers, taking out the sunflowers, smokes a load of weird weed uh, and some strange drink. He's made a load of C4 explosions. He has literally watched a man die after, well, we're assuming dead, after getting struck by lightning and just walked off and done nothing about it. And then I mean, blown up the entire golf course and just wandered off as well. He's a goat. Yeah, you know, like it, it's a bit strange because you're just like, why does nobody pay any attention to this? And then, you know, we see Danny, who's just, you know, just this young kid who's the world on his shoulders for this golf tournament, 80 grand that he makes this point, you'd be fucking shitting it. What happened? I know it's the not whole, your money. Again, the whole goes from that size. Yeah. And I mean, it's, size. it's not your money, but you'd still be like, fuck, everyone's watching me. And it's an easy putt as well. You, you know? You'd know, though, in your heart and soul, if you're doing that putt for, for, for Al there, he's going to give you money. If oh, yeah. Like, like, cause it, you've seen Al fucking throws the money around, you know? And it's obviously nothing to him, Oh, yeah, he's just firing money at people, you know, here, keep the change, here, buy this, here, play some jazz, like, upbeat jazz music and stuff and everything. Like, he's just firing the money around, like, it's nothing. It's, very, it's, it's funny when he walks into the party, he's just handing things out to people. Yeah. I know, it's, it's, a, it's a great film, and as we said, like, it, three different comedians in it, and they all yeah. play a different style of comedy. And even, um, even the judge is, like, very comedic in it as well, but he's the, the dickhead kind of comedy yeah. guy. Rather Tom than the, yeah. yeah, or uh, Ted Knight, rather than being or like, Ted Knight, sorry, yeah. like he's the dickhead, like the dickhead that funny things keep happening to. Then you have Al, who's the loud mouth, abrasive, you know, but you know, kind of lovable, yeah. but also a dickhead. Then you have Ty, who's the, you know, the middle Harry of the road. <laughs> no, he's kind of the middle of the road, like he's real chill, down to earth, but still quite funny. And then you have Carl, who's just this fucking mental case. Yeah, you know. As Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, Mangy Carl. This is Mangy Carl. <laughs> Mangy Carl. Um, yeah, but no, it's another classic. As 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 we said at the start, it's not really like it doesn't focus a whole lot on Bill Murray, but he definitely stands out in it as well. Like he's not overshadowed yeah, this, by anyone. I, I'm trying to think. This might have been his breakout role. It could have been. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else could have been. I always, I always kind of forget that this was before Ghostbusters. Yeah, like this um, is early '80s. Yeah. Now there is a Caddyshack too that I've never seen. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's all about uh, the gopher again. Well, I assumed so because the gopher is kind of like one of the main points of it. But yeah, yeah I never bothered watching the second one. Uh, yeah, no, I think this is his breakout role because, from what I can see here, Stripes is '81. Hmm. Uh, oh, Meatballs. Bill Murray's Meatballs was '79. Yeah, but like if that came out in 79 and this came out in 80, they were probably being filmed close relatively to close to each other. Like it could have been one or the other sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 84, 84. Yeah, this, this must yeah. be about it. And it's why he's not the biggest name on the, on the, the thing either, yeah. Oh, Where the Buffalo Realms as well was 1980. So he had three movies kind of come out. Yeah, so like he's obviously filmed, filmed them all. So it's just whichever kind of came out. This This one went big though. Not well, in the it, cinema, it, yeah. Yeah, it, it became a cult classic. Yeah, it definitely did. And like, and I think it probably became a cult classic 
in the early 90s when golf kind of took off yeah and people went back and watched it and were like it actually is very very good this this the likes of this tin cup and things like that all kind of picked off didn't it and happy gilmore and yeah and see that's this is the thing like i could understand why someone would prefer this as a golf film over happy gilmore that i definitely could understand it yeah but for me i suppose there's also a thing of like when i was growing up one of the biggest comedians comedian actors anyway not comedians but like comedy actors would have been you know there for happy happy gilmore like that was you know you kind of you'd seen him in so much stuff yeah you'd grown accustomed to him you know yeah it's the same comedy style for every movie though that was the problem it wasn't the problem at the time yeah because the type of comedy that worked at that stage yeah in that that early last so long yeah, that early 90s to 2000s sort of it yeah. worked really well for there. And then after that, you're like, okay, you need to broaden your range, which obviously Bill Murray does. And like most actors do end up like even Robin Williams broadens his range. It's like, I know yeah, he's a that, bit earlier than that as well, but you know what I mean? Like, cl- he was clinically underrated as an actor though. I know we said it when we done Robin Williams in November. Yeah, but yeah, uh, like he, he was just a comedy. Like he was actually just a comedian. And then he yeah. went into acting and he was just, you know, the quirky... He was gold as well. Yeah, like, but he was the he was the quirky kind of weird comedy guy, and then he was like, no, I'll start taking on some more serious roles, and that's what kind of. Yeah, like again, uh, he's another person is that that's like Bill Murray there. Like you think Robin Williams always known for comedy and things, right? Mrs. Doubtfire is not a fucking comedy. It's not when you look back on it, but when you were a kid, it was. Hook Hook is not a comedy. No, well, Hook was never a comedy. Hook was no, more. But I know it's a kids' film, but like a lot of um, Robin Williams ones aren't comedies. Like, no, the same but, as Bill Murray. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire is a comedy. It's just as we've grown older and you know the world has started to understand things differently. It's not. Yeah, it's not seen as a comedy, but at the time, yeah, it was definitely just a pure comedy. Yeah. But, yeah. Now that those are all on previous episodes. This this is Bill Murray's month, and so far. The three films have all been very good, although the only one so far that I wouldn't say is rewatchable too much was last week's one in Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. This one's definitely rewatchable, and so is Ghostbusters, as we've yeah. watched them multiple times. This, the next week's one now will throw a lot of people, and I'd say a lot of people probably mightn't have seen it. Yeah. Um, I um, haven't seen I haven't seen the one for next week yet now, so I have to I'm gonna have to watch that. This was one that you picked. We won't say what it is yet. People yeah. can guess below if they want. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the this one now. Yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah. It's a good one though. But and it, no, um, I, I will say it's not Osmosis Jones. No. Nah. <laughs> but until then, that's it for this week. So good luck.